This is Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we explore different aspects of the gospel according to the Bible and how we can put it into practice in daily life. So we're on to episode number two of this podcast, Living the Gospel. My name is Eunice and I work on the editorial team at Active Christianity. And I'm Malenko. I'm the editor of Active Christianity. And together we're your hosts for this episode. So, Milenko, as an editor of Active Christianity, what do you like best about what you do? Where do I start? I just love my job. Uh, every single day we've got new things to talk about, new things to research, to write about. We have the most amazing conversations and discussions about things. And there's always developments, like in media there's developments. Part of that is that I'm host of this podcast now. Yeah, and... Um pretty exciting that we just started this podcast and in the last episode we talked about one of the articles you had written Joshua and Caleb and the spirit of faith and we thought we'll continue the theme here today with another hero of faith listed in Hebrews 11 and he is Gideon yeah Gideon he's not actually one of your typical heroes of faith or what you would expect a hero of faith to be like but we've got an article written by Frank Mullen which covers this topic on our website. It's called Gideon from Zero to Hero, which says quite a bit. I think many of us are maybe familiar with that feeling, not feeling very much like a hero at all, more like a zero. What do you think sticks out most for you from this story, Milenko? When you read the story of Gideon, it's actually quite striking how Gideon was not a brave man at all. He really was doubtful about everything. He doubted his own strength. He doubted his own abilities. He needed confirmation for everything. He needed to be pushed. He needed to be prodded. He needed things to be proven before he could do it. But despite all that, he actually went ahead and did things. Throughout the story, you see how he really gets to know God and that he actually believes God despite his own doubts and his own misgivings. And that's something really great for me, that he actually does what he thinks is difficult. So that's this whole point from zero to hero, from being nothing in yourself to being a hero, not because he became stronger or more bold, but because he believed in God. That was the thing. Actually, when I think about Gideon, it reminds me of my own life in a way. Like Sometimes God just works in your heart and you know that you have to do something that you know is right. For example, I've experienced you know, that someone around you is backbiting and you have to kind of speak up because you know that's the right thing to do and the conversation is going in a wrong direction. But then it almost seems at that moment the most terrifying thing to do is to try to move the conversation in another direction. So I think for me, when I think about Gideon, I think that he's an inspiration for me because despite the fear, he goes ahead and does it. And if I think about really why I'm so scared, I think the main reason I would think is because I'm afraid what the other people would think of me. So by actually being obedient to what God puts on my heart to do, then I'm slowly being free of this fear of man. And that's something actually is so interesting that you don't really maybe realize you actually do it. That's exactly how Gideon had it as well. He had to face his own fears. He had to confront his own difficulties. Uh, And it actually says in Judges 6.15 how he had it to start with. He says to the angel of the Lord, Oh, my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. 
it doesn't seem that he was a soldier, never mind being a leader of an army. Uh, he didn't think he'd be capable at all. But God had chosen him to save Israel from the hand of the Midianites, and Gideon just had to start believing that. I think that's when faith makes a monumental difference. It doesn't make sense in my brain, but I just have to believe. And I can imagine that Gideon's faith was tested almost to the limit. And some of the things that Gideon was asked to do towards the end, which we would hear in the story that we're going to play soon, were actually almost so crazy that, you know, there was no way that it would be achievable with human strength. So what does it mean for us in our daily situations that we go in God's strength and not our own? The thing for us is that we're not confronting an outward enemy like a huge army like Gideon was. But it's written as an illustration for us in our life because we have an army to defeat as well. That is the sin that dwells in our human nature, which is against God's will. And to be able to overcome that, to do God's will, if I start out doing it in my own strength, which we all do, we pretty quickly find our limitations. Like we want to say the right thing, but we find that we keep saying something that hurts other people. It's not our intention, it's not what we want to do, but it just happens. And if I do that often enough, I find that I stop believing in overcoming sin. That's because I rely on my own strength, which is not strong enough to overcome. That's for all of us, even the best of us can meet our limitations. And that's where I have to believe in God's strength, that if I'm obedient to God and do exactly what He says, then I do get the power to overcome. The power is the will to say no to the sin in my flesh, the will to say no in temptation, and really to hate it, to see that the sin is myself, the enemy is my own sin in my nature. And if I believe in God, then I can overcome, even though I am weak by nature. That just made me think of the verse, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Going from being weak to being strong is actually that acknowledgement that I can't do it by myself and to give it to God. Is that right? Exactly. I, I am weak by nature, but my strength is in God and God can do anything. So if I'm obedient to Him and let Him guide me, then I can beat any enemy. That's just how it is. It's not myself. The glory goes to God. Well, we thought we'll play that article for you now so you can hear the story of Gideon and why he was a hero of faith. Gideon, From Zero to Hero Written by Frank Mirland How would you feel leading 300 men against an army? The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valour. You shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. These words, spoken to Gideon by an angel sent from God, were certainly meant to be encouraging. But Gideon's first thought seems to have been, why me? Isn't there someone stronger or braver who can do it? God's directions may not always make sense to us. As humans, we are short-sighted and weak. We fall time and time again when we trust in our own strength instead of striving to find and do God's will in our lives. Gideon was about to experience this firsthand in his life. Because the people of Israel had turned away from God, he allowed the Midianites to terrorize Israel for seven years, destroying their land and livestock. Judges 7 verse 12 says the Midianites were as numerous as locusts, and their camels were without number, 
as the sand by the seashore in multitude. In their need, Israel cried out to God. In his mercy, God stepped in and decided that Gideon would lead the poverty-stricken, downtrodden, fearful Israelites to victory. When he heard this, Gideon must have thought, Don't you know how weak and afraid I am? Of course God knew this, but he chose Gideon anyway. God knows our personality and our weaknesses, our tendency towards sin. But it's not a mistake that he has chosen us. Those who see themselves as the greatest, the strongest, the most wise, will have a hard time hearing God's voice above their own high thoughts and opinions. However, those who are lowly, with open and receptive hearts, will be able to become God's men of valour, ready to do his will. Gideon took on the role reluctantly. He asked God for signs time and time again. First, the angel summoned fire to consume the food Gideon had brought. Afterwards, Gideon put out a fleece of wool on two consecutive nights, first asking for the fleece to be wet and the ground to be dry, and then for the fleece to be dry and the ground to be wet. Was God discouraged by these constant requests? Did he begin to reconsider his pick? No, all these signs and wonders occurred, giving Gideon the strength and faith he needed. God refused to give up on Gideon, even when Gideon had given up on himself. Fast forward to a short time later. Newly armed with the Spirit of the Lord, Gideon stands at the head of an Israelite force of 32,000 warriors. Now this is a mighty army to be reckoned with. Then comes a new order from God. Everyone who is afraid should go home. God knew that Israel would claim the glory of victory, celebrating its own strength instead of rightfully honouring God who was in command. Don't you think that Gideon would have loved to leave right then? To count himself as one of those who was afraid so he didn't have to face the battle and risk of death? Can you imagine how Gideon must have felt sending out this new order to his 32,000 soldiers what kind of a leader is this who willingly tells his soldiers to leave just before the battle? Overnight, 22,000 of Gideon's soldiers left. This must have been a severe blow to Gideon. As a leader of 32,000 men, he would have begun to think it was possible. With only 10,000 men, it was nearly impossible. Then God spoke again. There are still too many. Still too many? This new command went against all human reasoning, and that is exactly the way God wanted it. In obedience to God's leading, Gideon took the army to the river to drink. Only those who lapped up the water with their tongues, drinking like a dog drinks, were allowed to stay, while everyone else was sent home. When the dust had settled, Gideon was left with only 300 men. Imagine Gideon's fear when God said, Go down against the Midianite camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. It's one thing to hear what God wants us to do, but to actually do it can feel like a whole new battle. Once again, God coaxed Gideon on. He instructed Gideon to spy on the camp. And here, Gideon heard that the Midianite soldiers were also afraid. One spoke about a dream 
where a Midianite tent was knocked down by a loaf of barley bread. This is nothing but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, the Midianite soldier cried. Into his hand God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. Hearing this renewed Gideon's faith. With his three hundred men, armed with nothing more than trumpets and torches hidden inside clay pictures, the Israelites crept to the outskirt of the Midian camp. On the signal, the Israelites broke the pictures, revealing the torches, and blew their trumpets, yelling, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon! Surprised, and thinking that they were being ambushed by a large army, the Midianites panicked, fighting against one another before eventually fleeing into the night. Their mighty strength had been overcome by a mere 300 men, led by Gideon, a man of God. Listen to God's leading voice in your life. As we go from day to day, we may feel like we come up against walls and insurmountable obstacles, moments when we see our enemy, the sin that is rooted deeply in us and we become tempted to feel afraid that we don't stand a chance to win this battle. But he knows who we are, and he has chosen us before the beginning of time to emerge as victors over our indwelling sin. When we put God in charge of leading our decisions, we will become conquerors. Well, that was the second part of our Heroes of Faith series. And next week, we're heading into September already. September. Well, here in the Northern Hemisphere, that means the end of summer. And back to the books. You make it sound so ominous. But next week, we've prepared something special for you guys. The theme would be back to school, as you might have guessed. But you'd have to tune in next week to hear it. If you aren't already subscribing to us, remember to hit subscribe on your iTunes podcast app or hit follow on your Spotify app so that you can get updates whenever a new episode is out. And thank you for listening and welcome back next week. <laughs>